Hello and welcome to We Need to Talk, a podcast where two best friends talk all things current affairs and our version of pop culture. Everything we say is all just our own thoughts and opinions on things we're interested in and we hope you are too. Now, on to the podcast! So Jaya. Yes. Have you heard about the show Friends? Yeah. Well, we're not talking about that today, (laughs) but (laughs) we're going to talk about genuine friendships. Aw, yay. We We need need to talk. talk. But first. Always first. How are you? How are you? This is the part of the podcast where we ask each other how we've been, because we believe it's important to check on the people you love. Okay, so (laughs) every week, like... (laughs) For the first few weeks, but I'm tired, I'm tired. Then that jumped to... I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired and I'm sad. <laughs> it's like... Actually, to be honest, this week the weather's been really, really good and that does bring high spirits, doesn't it? So, mm-hmm. how British of me to talk about the weather. It's true, though. Like, it's been a kind of warmer, a bit of sun out. You can go outside, like, legally. So it has been a bit better. Oh, yeah, this week on Monday, you were officially allowed to go to a park and meet what six people or something yeah up to six people so that's fun as well oh also hairdressers mm-hmm. open this week i know i know literally does that change anything for you or for me no because i make those mistakes at home i don't go to the hairdresser yep. for that love it i love your new bangs i cut myself curtains i tried my yes. best people don't judge me I literally could have waited two more days to go to an actual hairdresser, but I decided against that and did it myself. So that was interesting. See, I I don't know what to do now because I've asked my roommate to cut my hair. Oh my God. But it hasn't happened yet. But I'm like, do I just wait? Yeah, that's true. If you're confident in her, then I say just do it at home and I'll be there to record the whole thing. But I'm always disappointed at hairdressers, so I might as well be disappointed for free. Yeah, that's a fucking good, that is a quote. (laughs) I'll be disappointed for free. Thanks very much. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And I would definitely come and hang out in your garden and watch you. Yes. Not because you're cutting your hair, (laughs) I just want to watch you. That could be a really fun day, like sunny day in the garden, cutting each other's hair. Oh. Building memories, building friendships. eh? And having breakdowns. (laughs) Which also builds friendships, I find. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. How's your week been? Actually intense, like mostly in a good way because I've seen quite a few people as we said well I saw you over the weekend mm-hmm. which was fun yeah and we had a little nice picnic in the, in wind. the shade <laughs> <laughs> We tried. Oh, we really tried. And then, I don't know, it was just, the house was alive and that was really nice. For the first time ever. The weekend felt like a weekend. The only thing is, like, I'm obviously exhausted from it because I'm not used to socialising anymore. Yeah. But work's been going well. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I just, I miss the sun. I want the sun here to stay because... Apparently it's snowing next week, so... I know! (laughs) But because I can't go back home, so okay. So you've seen some old friends this week, and yes, we made some new memories, solidifying our friendship. So yeah, it's been a friendly week, hasn't it? Which ooh, ooh. nice transition, Jaya. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what inspired yeah. us to do today's episode, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we first of all wanted to have a happy one and 
a carefree one and one that's just more chatty and not like, you know, thankfully nothing disgusting has happened <laughs> to the world this week. Yeah, thank God. In the world. So we're like, yay, a happy episode. Mm. So here we go. We want to talk about friendships. And this actually was one of the topics that was requested one time on our Instagram. Yeah. To do an episode on this. So See, we listen to you guys. See? <laughs> Only two months after. (laughs) So, should we define friendship? Obviously, everyone has different definitions for friendship, but according to Google, friendship is a relationship of mutual affection between people. It is a stronger form of interpersonal bond than an association and has been studied in academic fields such as communication, sociology, social psychology, and philosophy. Wow. Okay. So that's interesting. Very. It's hard to get a defining answer of like what friendship is because it's a concept, isn't it? Yeah. But I think the more it's looked into, the more it can be defined. Yeah. And there are so many different types of friendships. Yeah, of course. Yes, yeah, so many. Oh my god. And like it changes so much over time from when like you're a little kid to now. Yes. Oh my god, so true. I went through a phase as a kid where like every close friend of mine left. <laughs> oh my god. I know. That's all. It was actually really traumatic because, like, if we just briefly rewind Mm -hmm. and go back, I didn't have many friends as a kid kid. Like, I used to play with my neighbours a lot. Yeah. We were close friends. Okay. And I don't remember having, like, a proper close best friend in school. Okay. Or any relevant ones until, like, year one, year two. Okay. And this friend is still my friend today. Like, we were literally at each other's houses all the time, like, every day. Yeah. So much love for each other and like we see each other every time I go back but it's one of those friendships where we'll always love each other so much and we've lived through every stage of our life yeah yeah. but now we're at such different stages and different countries and different just interests Mm. that we still speak but not as often yeah well that's the thing that happens all the time exactly if a friendship lasts from like childhood till now and you're still as close and you still have like all the same interests and you still like love each other the way you did at the beginning like that isn't praised enough like that is a fucking accomplishment I know like wow right like the fact that I can say I've known someone for 17 18 years literally your whole life and I'm 22 (laughs) yeah but this friend at some point at one point during school she changed schools to like a completely different area and we didn't really see each other much for a year but then she came back okay so that persisted so that was one and then i had another very close friend Mm. and my school most people were international so it was never (laughs) certain that they'd stay yeah and this other friend told me that she was moving countries and she was moving to holland and i was like heartbroken because we were so close in like year eight year nine oh okay Year three, year four was this girl from America moved to my school and our parents became like really close because they were like half Italian, half American. Mm. And we literally became inseparable, like best friends forever, blah, blah, blah. And then after a year and a half, she moved back to America. So it's like, so I've had my fair share of like losses. Wow. And that's just school. Fuck's sake. Oh, you really went through it, bitch. You really went through it. But for someone that's had that trauma, I call everyone my best friend. Fuck. (laughs) You're like, bestie, bestie, bestie. Like I said, it was the opposite for me. None of my friends ever left school. Like, not a single one of them. Well, not that I can remember anyway. (laughs) 
best yeah. friends that I can remember from school. Like, we stayed the whole time together. But I did go through different friendship groups throughout school, even though none of them physically left. Me too. I had a lot of phases. I can only kind of remember three, speaking in primary school, three, like, different groups of friends. The first group were, like, a bunch of girls. So there's four of us. And there was a, a pack <laughs> leader. Mm. And I absolutely hated her. Mm-hmm. And I used to go back home and be like, oh, mum, she's such a bit. Obviously not swearing, but she's a spoiled brat, basically. Back, back then, <laughs> I don't know now, but at the time, she was an absolute spoiled brat. And, like, she ran the group and she was, like, literally, like, Regina George in it. It was mad. Oh, my God. I know. And whenever she was wrong, I always used to call her out. And then the other girls used to back her up. Okay, so, for example, let's just say we all found this, like, sequin in the playground or something. And I was like oh that dropped off my dress earlier or something but I don't care and then the Regina George was like no oh that was God. that was my diamond and I was like oh no it was actually it was mine and she was like no yeah. that was my diamond and then the other girls were like no it was her diamond it was hers and then like after like <gasps> I don't bitch. know how long she had like look at it another look at it she was like oh no that was mine and then I was like I told you and the other girls were like oh sorry <laughs> So slowly I realised I hated them all. I feel like we've had parallel lives for a second because you said that story. As I heard that story, I was about to tell you one after that that also involved a little diamond in the playground. (laughs) (laughs) It's very brief, but I remember at the time in like reception, like I was a loner, let's be real. Like (laughs) I know, it was really sad. Like I was happy by myself. (laughs) I used to collect rocks. Oh. And bring them to my mum. That's <laughs> so cute. He's like, I got you some rocks from the playground. Oh my gosh. Archaeologist, who? Literally, Literally, I wanted to be an archaeologist. Yes. I found one of those little sticky diamonds that obviously are fake. Yeah. It was purple, I remember. And this girl came up to me. I was just holding it in my hand, looking at it. Mm. She came up to me. She's like, hey, what you got there? I'm like, a little diamond. <laughs> Like, what do you want, bitch? And she was like, if you give it to me, I'll be your best friend. Oh, (laughs) my God. And I was like, oh, my God, I'll make a friend. So I gave it to her. Like, I kind of looked at it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I really want to bring this to my mom. And then I gave it to her and she ran off. (laughs) And I... That's awful. And I never saw her again. Stop. And then I remember at the end of the day, I was so, <laughs> I was so upset. Oh, and I went to my mom like, babe. I found a little diamond for you, but this girl stole it from me. Oh my god. <laughs> so Shit. yeah. Moral anyway, of the story: Don't trust anyone. <laughs> carry on. Yeah, literally. Honestly, trust no bitch. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be if his friend runs off. <laughs> the way I realised I was like actually fucking done with these girls was I've told this story to like a good few friends but I love telling it because it's actually so ridiculous oh my god I love it this was when I was kind of moving on to my stage two so I was realizing I was hating these girls more and more Mm -hmm. and then I I kind of made this friend with the loner girl in my class of course you did she was the smartest girl in the year absolute nerd and I just absolutely loved her and I thought she was so interested and I started hanging out with her a lot more so it was just me and her so one playtime we would just circle the playground literally not doing anything but talking and I don't even know Aww. what we were talking about but she would just always like tell me really cool things because she was so smart and I'd be like wow wow so we were like doing our laps <laughs> of the playground one day and my old besties they hadn't been playing with me for I don't know about a week because they said they were doing <laughs> this like project or something and I was like cool oh, that's fine by me liars that's what kids
kids thing. I know. And... I was like, oh, I get to hang up with my new bestie and she's so much better than you guys. And then one day, like, Regina George came up to me and she was like, oh, okay, so, <laughs> Jaya, like, we've been, you know, we've been, like, working on something. I was like, yeah. She was like, we, we like, want to show you now. We want to show it to you. And I was like, okay. And then I said to my, like, nerd friend, oh, just, like, wait here for me. I'll be back soon. Yeah. So then I, we went to this, like, really tiny bit of the playground and they were all standing in, like, a triangle. And they were like one two three four and then they started doing this dance routine (laughs) started doing this dance routine and singing u-g-l-y you ain't got no alibi or you know that song and they were like doing this whole dance routine to it to you and singing it to me oh and then they literally their dance routine ended and the song ended and they were just like in this pose and i was like i literally just looked at them at them and I was like oh are you are you done and now I was like, cause I wasn't sure whether the song was over or I was like are you done and they were like yeah. yeah and then I said okay and then I literally just ran off back to my other friend and was like carried on the conversation oh. I was having with the friend in the first place I honestly <laughs> that's when I realised I was over them because I was like it didn't phase me at all like oh didn't cry about it God. wasn't upset about it was just like are you done <laughs> and then went back to my other friend that I liked more That that's the most J.O. reaction I've ever heard I but know. also so imagine the reaction when they've obviously put effort in <laughs> prepared the routine I know. for a week. Singing the song, the lyrics, they fucking <laughs> they went for it. Oh no. I know. It sounds awful every time I tell the story. That's but horrid. Kids are so mean. They're so mean, aren't they? But that's really funny. I know, it's honestly hilarious. Honestly, if you ever cast anyone to play yourself in a movie of your life, you need to include this scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, God. Do you know what? I think we should have a whole other episode just on, like, story from school because I'm thinking of so many now, but they're too long. I find them really hard to remember, actually. Like, I think I've blocked... Because I didn't particularly enjoy primary school or secondary school that much. So I've kind of yeah, blocked same. a lot of it out. Yeah, I didn't really like school If I sit much. down and write some stuff down, I could probably come up with a list of things. I think that should be an episode. I'm okay. thinking of a lot where I'm like, you'd scream oh, and I God. forgot about shit. Okay, I'm so up for that. Because obviously I don't want to take up the whole episode just being like, Telling stories. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like friendships obviously change a lot literally yeah. as you grow up in school. I also always had kind of groups of girls okay, and then yeah. I fell out with them or like it was always very bitchy, like mm. not gonna lie, yeah. um, unless it was healthy. It was always groups of four or groups okay. of three. understood. But people always paired up and it was always a little bit toxic. Mm, yeah, fair enough. But like we did have a lot of fun times yeah of course and stuff but I did learn about snakes in school mm, fair enough and I mean I've, I was probably a snake myself at some point but you live and you learn you gotta survive <laughs> eat or be and you know <laughs> one of my closest friends now I'm gonna start giving fake names so I'll call him Rogelio from Jane the Virgin okay Rogelio also at my school and like my class since we were three but Aww. we were never friends okay. up until we were like honestly sixth form and now he's like my one of my closest friends so that's also quite interesting because it's like we mostly became friends because everyone else always bailed on plans and we were sick of waiting around so we're like should we just do something by ourselves but at the time you know those friends were like you're cool to hang out in a group but it's kind of weird if you're one-on-one yeah 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 so we got past that and now we're besties but same with some other people like they were always there but we were never friends until the end yeah yeah so are you still friends with people from school none from primary school not a single one from primary okay. 
sure. Fuck y'all bitches. <laughs> I really wanted to say friends with the smarty pants one. Oh, but yeah, what happened to honestly, her? Honestly, as soon as primary school ended, she vanished off the face of the earth. Like, I never oh. saw her again. I was like, where you at? Oh. Where you at? And I've, like, tried to look for her on social media and stuff, but honestly, nothing. That's wild. Yeah, bitches gone, gone. I had that as well. Yeah. In one of my groups of four, like, the most recent one, where obviously you're older, so you'd expect to stay in touch. Mm. This girl was, towards the end, was always sick and, like, never came to school, but oh we God. never knew what she had. And we tried reaching out and stuff, and no one would say anything. Oh, my God. And then one time she came in for an exam because she skipped all of her exams because she was ill. And then she just disappeared. She has no social girl. media. Nothing. Like, I know nothing about this person. Mm. It's crazy. From secondary school, I have two best friends that's really nice they are not friends yeah. so i have like a separate okay. friendship with either of them but i'm I totally don't mind that like most yeah. of my friends are actually single friendships Me and like too. different groups Same. but yeah those are my only kind of lifelong friends and i've known them each since i was like 10 11 yeah that's crazy they've seen a lot <laughs> You did a bit of research on the stages of friendship. I did, yes, yes. Now yes. that we're talking about like growing up and yeah. stuff. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? <laughs> So how many stages are there? Three. There's three stages. Okay. So the first one is long lasting. So like yep. what I kind of gathered from that was that you need to like, to class them as a good friend, you need to put in the time. Some friendships have chemistry right from the beginning, like you meet and you just fucking get on like a house on fire. Mm-hmm. And then some actually start off as like, you don't really like each other at all, but then you become friends and you realise it's because you were so similar. So those are ones where yeah. it's really fun as well. And then- Or um, very different. Different. And very different, yeah. And then it says, you create history with people and you create memories with them. And the more history and memories you have together, the more your friendship builds. Mm-hmm. Then finally, like, you want to feel, like, seen by your friends. You want to be heard. Yeah. Because they know mm. the real you. And Ooh. once they know the real you, that's when... There's no going back. That's it. So that's the first stage, long-lasting. Okay. So do you reckon you've got some long-lasting friendships? Yeah. Definitely. I think when you're younger, you really do have to put in that time and you have to like build that because you're you yourself are still growing into your personality yeah. and who you want to be whereas as an adult if I make friends with someone I can get closer to them quicker because I already know who I am so I'm not learning as I'm going if that makes sense yeah that's a good point yeah like in terms of like life stages and realizations but mm. I also find that when you grow up you're kind of in environments where you're always making friends like at school and like after school clubs yeah, and friends true. of friends yeah 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 but then when you're an adult, I find it really difficult because I'm like, where do you make friends? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not an outgoing person, mm. how do you make friends? Literally. So that's also another one. But I reckon I was telling one of my friends the other day that I think I've gotten to a stage where I've got more long lasting friends than like just mates. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Second stage sort of friends, mm, mm. which is amazing. Yeah, it's but nice. I feel very like surrounded by stable relationships. Oh, I love that. I love Which that. is great. Yeah, it's like the older you get, the more you find like your people that are like.
like these are here to stay yeah because as you said you know who you are so obviously we're still gonna change but you're more secure within the friendship I think we're quite lucky because I think and everything in our lives friendship is one thing where we don't have to worry about like my friendships I'm yeah. completely ha- happy and stable with the friends that I have like I love them and that's I think not great. something everyone can say no 100% not yeah exactly so I think I'm quite lucky with that and then the second thing so obviously you can have Mm -hmm. friendships that last forever but they have to be positive relationships and that's stage two yeah positivity mm-hmm. simply the friendship should make you feel good yeah. like every time you hang out you should leave feeling stronger and closer and more connected to that person Aww. so no how you feeling about that one girl <laughs> i'm feeling good that's a good way to put it because sometimes mm. you see a friend and you're like fuck i feel drained after that yeah. and like, that's not how you're supposed to no, feel no, no. <laughs> obviously a lot of times you might have difficult conversations with them mm. and like it's it's okay to feel drained from a conversation but if it's every time and it's just yeah an overall just like or you dread having to call them or see them then that's probably not a good sign yeah probably not but i'm feeling good about my personal circle yeah <laughs> in that regard good 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 which i'm happy about because i've always struggled with that mm-hmm. but slowly you find your people your chosen family <laughs> love them you have to yeah you do because the thing with friendships is you literally do choose like they are yeah. chosen by you to be in your circle so That's it's like, scary isn't it? <laughs> I've always been very good like the I think the story like that I just told is a good example of that but I've always been really good at like happily leaving a friendship if it's doing nothing for me I haven't <laughs> I, I've never had an addictive personality which means I mm. can easily detach myself from things and people yeah so literally even during uni I made this friend and and we literally, like, I'd never had so much in common with this girl. And I was mm-hmm. like, I found my sister. I love her. Like, everything. Then I oh. slowly started to realise she had quite toxic tendencies. Mm. And I think part of it is, like, I'm really good at realising and reading people. But also part yeah. of it is that I have no patience for shit like that. Yeah. So I think those two combined allows me to literally cut you off if you're becoming toxic. And that's yeah. exactly what I did. I was like... Like, I'm done with it. And that's I a great left trait to have. The situation. Yeah. Exactly. And you're also able to realize when something's toxic for you and exactly. you're not like staying because you're not being manipulated into staying no. or anything like that. You see the behaviors. Yeah. And you're like, cut that bitch off. <laughs> so I think that's a thing you possibly learn as you get older. But I've luckily had that since very, very young. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for you. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> you're like, I'm still learning, but. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, we're in each other's lives now. And if I have that trait and I care about you, I can tell you if I get, like, a bad vibe from someone or whatever and then hopefully kind of mm. help you if, if you get yourself into a situation. That's true. That's another thing. Like, your closest friend should be able to see if someone new is in your life, any relationship that that may be. Always listen to them because they're always Honestly. Like, like, they'll be able to give you advice from an, another perspective. Mm-hmm. They know you better than you know yourself a lot of the time honestly bitch don't ignore their judgment because (laughs) 
if you're a dumb bitch and you leave them behind. You ain't gonna have If no they're great one. friends, they'll, yeah, they'll be there for you, but do it once. Okay, do it twice. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and that's stage three, actually. It's cooperativeness. Oh. So it's the mm-hmm. give and take in friendships. So the fact that, yeah. like, you'll have a load of fun together and, like, you'll come back because you're, you feel good when you're with that person. But then yeah. in building that friendship, you can rely on them in times of need and vice versa. Like, yeah. you should have that security in your friendship that you're going to be there for each other when you need each other. Yeah. Through, like, the good times and the bad times. Yeah. It reminded me of, like, primates. <laughs> because okay. <laughs> the way the primates form their group is by doing yes. favors for each other yeah and therefore yeah. building that group to then protect you and that's the whole point of yeah. like doing things for your little monkey friends and then they become a friendship group and then they all stick together in i love that bad times when oh. the tigers come to eat them and stuff yeah like it's the same for humans like we're having a good time together we're building that bond and then we can go through things yeah. together i think like also when you have good times and bad times that's also what shows a sign of like if a friendship is a deeper level oh 100% yeah and I also find it interesting you say like doing favors for each other and stuff as like Mm. a primal thing Mm. is like love languages but in friendships I think like they completely apply 100% obviously they they might change a bit but (laughs) you literally you get to know like what someone likes like I have a friend that if I want to show them love like I would never buy them an expensive gift because that's just not what they like like, yes, that's just, you know, literally, literally. Like you'd write them a uh, letter or something mm. or take them out mm. on a date. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So that also comes in with just putting effort in friendships. Like you can't just do nothing sometimes. Like it's yeah. great that it's effortless and you can sit in a room and not even speak or just chat shit. Yeah. But it's so important. Like I live with my best friend literally. and sometimes we're often disconnected because we, we live with each other, but we don't spend time with each other. Mm. And quality time is so a massive thing oh a thousand percent in friendships yeah so always make sure keep yourself in check so and those... make plans yeah you've got to do shit that's the whole give and take mm. thing it's like i'm gonna give you my love and and give you things that i know that you take as love but you've got yeah. to do the same for me. Can't be one-sided, can it? Exactly. So all of those things that we were saying about like how you should feel with a friendship and like all the things you should do, like activities and mm. put effort in, mm. I think they're all green flags, 100%. as you call them in yeah. a friendship. Yeah, friendship green flags. But there's, there's a lot of red flags too. Like if you yes. find yourself being friends with a Regina George, <laughs> you've got to know. <laughs> We've kind of like touched on it as well, like just being aware of when it starts to get toxic. Like I think one of the things that I noticed from the friend that I cut myself away from Mm -hmm. was controllingness. Mm, yeah she'd be like let's go out tonight and I'd be like I'm like I'm really I'm not feeling it like I've been really busy recently like I just want to chill and stay at home but like you can totally because we were part of a group and I was like you guys can Mm -hmm. totally like go without me I'm absolutely fine like we can just see each other tomorrow it's fine and she was like yeah well no we can't go out if you're not coming and I was like yeah you can because you're (sighs) you're a group of people you don't like guilt tripping you into things yeah you don't need me to support the fucking group like you guys can go out yeah. and party animals you love it just do it and she was like well no we either grow out as a group or we don't go at all kind of thing That's and I awful. was like well I'm not going and neither are you 
And like, you guys are being silly because you're depriving yourself of a good night just because you yeah. want me to come and I'm not doing what you want me to do. You know, they used to do that a lot in secondary school. Like, there was a phase where we'd be a group of like 10 people and yeah. if one person couldn't do it, they'd be like, oh, should we cancel then? I'm like, what? That's fucking ridiculous. I felt like a bitch for being like, well, I still want to go. Like, yeah. obviously I want them to come, yeah. but are we all going to cancel our plans? They're like, wow. Literally. You still want to go without them. Oh my God. So that's one. weird. So controlling. Also, controlling. And of course, friendships are all about give and take. But if you're always giving Mm. or always taking, Mm. then that's not it. Like if someone, like I've had this before where like I was at uni, I was very close with, let's say. Ooh, what character? Okay, let's say I was friends with Malfoy and they were like my first friend, got so close, was so close for like two years. Yeah. Literally had conversation about how we were going to be friends forever. We were very different, but I just had so much fun with them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then they just, they acted really horribly and I did so much for them and I wasn't really getting it back, especially because like when people, for example, are great on their own, but then when they get in a relationship, they forget about all their friends. That's another red flag. Oh my God, But I was noticing a pattern where they only came to me if they needed something or if they needed to run, if they needed help and then they just disappear. It's happened recently again because I was like, oh, I'm going to give them one last chance just because like we were so close, blah, blah, blah. And then... I kind of just I took another L mm. and I'm like okay it's an L but also a win for me because now I can officially cut you off <laughs> something has to happen for you to realise like oh this is my last straw type thing yeah exactly yeah that's not good what you mentioned as well like dropping all your friends when you get in a relationship mm. That, honestly, like, one of my best friends did that at uni, and I never saw it coming. I think that's why it hit me so hard, because I was like, we are literally going to be best friends for life, I love you so much, we did so much together, we created so many memories, we, like, went to each other's, like, home homes, like, away from uni, like, it was real friendship. And then he got a girlfriend and completely dropped us. That's horrible. It hit me like a ton of bricks, because I was like... Of course. I literally thought we were going to be friends for life, that really sucks when you have that. I've had that a few times. And it's yeah. just, it, it was honestly the worst thing in the world. And then I think it was bad on my part as well because I inside I was so upset and angry at him. Every yeah. time we like came into contact, yeah. I would just go really quiet, not say anything, kind of completely ignore mm. like him and the situation. And then one day he was like, have I done something to you? Like, have I done something wrong? And I was like, no, I'm just exhausted because uni's stressing me out. And then I just left the room. Mm. Really, I could have taken that opportunity to say like, but then I think if I had started to go on about it, I wouldn't have stopped. Yeah. For hours, I would have been like, this, this, Did you this, ever this. confront him about it? After uni, we just haven't spoken. And he hasn't spoken mm. to any of us. Oh, that's horrible. I know. So it's like, it's like past that time at this point. But I still am like, yeah. it was really hurtful. And I think if you do that, you're an absolute dick because your yeah. friends yeah. are there from the beginning and they will be there after if you... Yeah keep that connection during your relationship like exactly you have to keep your friendships too like it's hard to find that balance but you you just need to make sure that you try your best to do it if you put in as much work into a a relationship than a friendship if not 
more sometimes. Yeah. Because you do have them for life. Yeah. So that's very important. Mm. And another big thing, at least in my life, is distance because all my friends are, well, a lot of them are either in different parts of the country, different countries, different continents. Yeah. And it can get very hard, obviously, to keep in contact and to maintain the same sort of relationship. And obviously, I can't have the same relationship with every single friend. Like, I feel like you do have different friends for different things. A hundred percent. If that makes sense. Like, because you have, it's just different vibes with everyone and Mm. there's nothing wrong with that. But knowing when to get upset about something or not, I think is another important thing because sometimes you need to understand like some people might just be shut off from the world or they just might be going through something. Like you never know, especially at a distance. Yeah, yeah. But you also need to know when to let your friend know. Like if they keep trying to contact you and help you, maybe just give them a little nudge of like, look. (laughs) Yeah. When I'm ready, I'll tell you. But that's very difficult. And some of my closest friends are literally I haven't seen in over a year. And it's horrible. Mm. But you just need to find other ways to keep in contact. And I think that's happened to a lot of people over lockdown. They've experienced it. Even if your neighbours like literally couldn't see each other. I know. How to deal with friendship over technology. Yeah. Is a biggie. Yeah, that's a really fucking good point, actually. Like, the last year, over lockdown and where you can't see anyone, friendships have really mm-hmm. changed and the dynamics of friendships been challenged. have been mm. absolutely challenged and I think we can talk about that like how do we feel about zoom calls facetimes messaging versus like physical interactions like have we been able to keep our connections as strong over the last year what do you feel about it it came in waves I think mm. and it came in waves with different people which is good because it meant I never had like just moments oh, of complete yeah. isolation yeah 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 but like I've seen a lot of posts of people being like oh think back look back at who checked up on you during lockdown blah blah blah. but like yeah also think about the person might not have checked up on you because they were going through it (laughs) type of thing 100 percent but i have been in contact with all my friends during and i think like with some friends literally our mode of communication might just be like sending each other memes and like we know that that's love (laughs) until we see each other in person like with some friends it's just not the vibe to text or call Mm. it's just more of a you know that nothing will change when you see each other again Mm -hmm. and with others we're really good at just being long distance yeah you know (laughs) 100% with calls texting Mm. Instagram posts sending whatever but it's you need to put effort into that as well like scheduling calls is effort yeah 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 Especially when you have nothing to say because nothing's happened. Literally nothing's going on. (laughs) But how have you dealt with that? I am one of those people that I'm not great at communication. And I think Mm -hmm. it really helps me when the other person will happily like double text like two days in a row if I haven't replied. Like that really helps me because I'm not on my phone all the time. Like I never have Mm -hmm. been before and during lockdown. I've I've never really been that person just carrying my phone around all the time. So like if Mm -hmm. I haven't responded to you for like a day and you message me Mm -hmm. again the next day like hey just checking in again like I think that's a big love language of mine like it shows that you understand that 
I'm yeah. not great with my phone. I'm not great with communication. And it's not that I'm trying to avoid you or anything. It's just, yeah. I haven't really been on my phone. And then I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And I think and when I do, I've tried to make it clear that like, oh, I just haven't been on my phone. It's not, it's like nothing yeah. personal. So I really appreciate that in my friendships. And then because I'm not great on my phone and I get that other people aren't, I'm also quite good with like, if I haven't spoken to a friend in months and then we like have a call when we have a catch up, like that's mm-hmm. quite easy for me as well. Like, I'm not one of those people that have to speak to their friends every day. Yeah, no, same. When I do, I love that because that's the friendship I have with that person. But then if I have a friendship with a different friend and it's not like that, I'm equally as happy in that friendship. Exactly. I think it'd be exhausting if every single one of your friends needed to speak every day because I'm like... (gasps) I think that's very much immature vibes. Like, I think as you get older... You just realise that people have lives and shit Yeah, people have lives. (laughs) Shit's happening. Yeah. I think as teenagers, it's like, why didn't you text me back? Like... I know, because you know they have nothing to do. (laughs) But, like, as you become an adult, it's like, okay, like, you okay? Like, text when you can. Yeah, exactly. Mm. A lot of people I've met at uni, like, obviously, some people you think are going to be friends for life. Yeah. Others are not. Mm. But at uni, you can spend, you literally do fuck all, so you're with them all the time (laughs) every day. And then when you leave is when you actually become adults and, like, you actually have responsibilities. So it's like, that's the ultimate transition of, Mm. like, are you going to stay in contact when real life hits because you're in a bubble Mm. and then you realize you're growing because that becomes like you speak to each other every once in a while and like oh how's life going blah blah blah. or with others like you stay really close Mm. and they become like a solid long-lasting friend literally but it's crazy it's weird because (laughs) our friendship was quite unexpected personally yeah very unexpected (laughs) i think it's the only like friend of a friend friendship that's worked out as in like we were in introduced through another friend yeah and then we decided we took the initiative after like a year <laughs> yeah to hang out and we literally met in the last like part of uni very very yeah. end of uni yeah and then that's wild we were like like you said friend of a friend so it's like end of uni friend of a friend had not hung out by ourselves throughout uni like the whole time we knew each other we did not hang out as friends until after yeah and then we built this friendship and it's amazing so (laughs) and look at us now (laughs) those unlikely friendships are often the best i find as well i know Mm. i know i love them i feel like we're definitely gonna have to do another episode on this because like there are so many different stages that you can talk about like childhood friends then like friends throughout adolescence of where you're growing the most of who you are like teenager years then end of life friends like there's so many things you could say but i think for now we definitely needed to talk (laughs) (laughs) and we We talked talked. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's it for this week's episode of we We need to talk. talk If we forgot to mention anything or you have any questions for us, email us on needtotalkpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favourite platform and leave us a five-star rating and review if you enjoyed listening. You can also follow us on Instagram at we underscore need to talk underscore podcast for any updates on the show. Finally, we'd love if you shared the show with friends so we can build our little family to be as big as possible. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Bye! Bye.